0: You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. All right. We're here, or I'm here, because for some reason, I, I the last, this is the third episode in a row that I couldn't get Phil to get off of his lazy ass and actually record with me. So I've been thinking, what should I do? Should I just keep going on solo, or should I bring someone on who's better than Phil? Um, I think that's what I'll do. You there, Ryan? Who? Uh, you. Hey. So uh, how do you feel about taking over uh, Phil's Phil's spot on this little gem of a podcast that no one listens to?
1: Uh, yeah, it's been a while. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything to say. I'm not good at doing <laughs> banter, man, you know? <laughs> I don't mind talking don't about stuff, about but like, hey, it's the opening. You're supposed to banter now. It's like... Uh... <laughs>
0: Welcome to make Liberty Great again, the best damn Liberty podcast that you've never heard of. Phil and I will be your guides as we peer into the ridiculous reality of our society and our government. Let's get to it. Welcome to Make Liberty Great again. This is Cam. as I said, not with Phil. I, I'm not sure he loves me anymore, but we're back. I'm back. But this time I have Ryan, so, you know, I'm not lonely. So that's,
1: I mean, that's something. Howdy. Who needs Phil anyway? I I hardly remember the guy. Was it a guy? Is he redheaded? I don't know. Because I'm colorblind. I can't tell. Yeah. Oh, right. He was the one who was naked with old people inside the the gym. Like, dr- drawing oh, yeah, the their was... dongs together.
0: <laughs> that sounds like him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I, I
0: thought, you know, I'd just have you back on for a chat and see if there's anything you'd want to talk about. I mean, there, there's a, um, a, an election that's going to be coming up within the next year or so. <laughs> um, <laughs> see, there's always something to talk there, about. Yeah. Let's... There are, uh, there are plenty of people that you can look, I mean, Tulsi is honestly the best looking one physically. Yes. And the anti-war stuff is good. Trump has had some great, anti-war tweets but uh the dude has so poisoned the well that it's actually hard to get too excited when he says stuff i mean it's great to see the rhetoric get out there but it's it's getting harder and harder to not be like cynical Eh, about it at
1: this point i'm just wondering if he's been impeached yet (laughs) i'm curious to see how that will go
0: (laughs) i'm also i mean we'll see
1: (sighs) what's also fascinating to me is i'm seeing so many people posting online You know, about if he gets impeached, who will take office? To which I'm like, really? After going through the Clinton impeachment and everything, do people still think that the House impeaching a president actually, you know, removes them from office or something? It's amazing how little people actually know about our system.
0: Well, I thought, you know, instead of looking at these ass clowns that we have to pay attention to this day and age, we'd go back to the the simpler times the good days
1: oh the good old days hey back back in the day i loved mike huckabee i was a horrible conservative statist at that time but i just (laughs) thought he was the greatest thing you know he 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 was overweight and then he lost all that weight and it's like that's so cool (laughs) and then he was a governor so that's great unlike oh boy oh yeah he had executive experience he wasn't one of those senators or or even a representative like that—that that silly little old man who kept talking about how the war is bad or whatever.
0: Yeah, that that cartoon character of a man at the end of the at the end of the line who made way too much sense and it scared scared us.
1: Yeah, that guy, the guy that Rush Limbaugh told me, <laughs> you know, do not listen to anything this man says. I yeah. So I never did. I was that I was that, <laughs> that close minded at oh. that time that since Rush Limbaugh said not to listen to anything he has to say, I literally didn't.
0: <laughs> Man, th- 2008, those were simpler times, but I also had a simpler mind mm. at that point. <laughs> yeah, well, my mom loved Mike H- Huck- Huckabee as well. I think part, most of it was the fact that he was. Just very openly Christian,
1: well Andy was a pastor, kind of, except he for whatever reason, he scrubbed all of his messages, like everything Christian, you know he'd supposedly been a pastor for years, but it just disappeared the minute he started running for office, which is i don't know, that just seems strange to me <laughs> i'm like oh you're you're an, you're a Christian, you've been a pastor, you're telling everybody that why can't we hear anything you have to say? But one of the things I loved about the dude, though, was the fair tax at the time, <laughs> the fair tax Ugh. and the fair tax, you know, in my brain, I was like, this is great. We can just implement a national sales tax. What, you know, what could be better than that? <laughs> the idea was, you know, obviously get rid of the income tax and get rid of all other taxes and just have this federal, you know, sales tax but there was even more with the fair tax because it was like that you families got a got money each month from the government or something. But the the rate was like twenty percent or something insane for the for the Ugh. tax itself. I don't know. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world.
0: I I want to make fun of you for liking Mike Huckabee. I don't think I really did like Mike Huckabee all that much back then. But I I mean I voted for John McCain. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud. <laughs> On a podcast, but I did. I voted for that warmongering piece of garbage.
1: Yeah, I did too. Uh, but yeah, uh, and it was awful. Uh, I literally went, I left the polling place, and as I was walking back to my house, I just had this sinking feeling and went, holy goodness, what have you done, Ryan? <laughs> I mean, it really started, a, it started literally a year-long introspection for me, where I just was asking, like, what's wrong with me? How could I vote for this guy who just I feel so uncomfortable about, you know? A- am I not listening to something inside of me or am I just confused or am like what is going on here? But a lot of the reason I'm here today is because of g- guilt and confusion related to voting for him, yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually made a bet with uh, my college roommate that McCain would win. <laughs> oh my and that's the thing and what's so funny is I mean I was in college, I should have known better, but I I didn't. I mean I I ugh. I mean that that was around the time that I started thinking as well. I think it was about um, 2009 or 2010 when I started getting hooked on Ron Paul videos. Ah, yep, because I because that McCain thing just rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> like and that's and I was so afraid of Obama and I can't, I can't tell you why besides the fact that he was a democrat. Like, there was no true thought going into why I didn't like Obama. And it wasn't race, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that didn't matter to me. Come
1: on. It's not allowed it, to be anything else <laughs> other than race, man. If you have white skin, the only reason you couldn't, you wouldn't have supported him would have been skin color. Everybody knows that.
0: But yeah, I mean, the, the, honestly, it's kind of funny because J- John McCain and thinking through. Who I voted for and why I voted for him, like that, moved me right on to Ron Paul and right on to rethinking everything. So I mean, I guess, I guess I owe John McCain
1: something. <laughs> well, the good thing is he didn't win. That's the one thing we can take consolation in. You know, if he'd won, then we would have been responsible for the horrific things he did. He didn't win. Like we we're we're free and clear. We just learned our lesson and voted for a loser. You know. I wonder how many other people had that situation or had that experience, you know? That was a strange time. I don't know.
0: But I have to disagree with you. The good thing isn't that we voted for a loser. The good thing is that he died.
1: <laughs> Where's your respect for the dead? This man served our great country. He was a, 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 a prisoner of war in Vietnam where he bravely... I
0: like my, war, my war heroes to not be caught.
1: <laughs> yeah, good job.
0: Oh, God. No, but that's funny. It's like you, you mentioned the um, the fair tax, which I never looked into, ever, because I heard people talk about the fair tax, but I, I kind of latched on somewhat to the, the idea of a flat tax.
1: See, a flat tax, though, that's income tax. The idea with the, with the fair tax is eh, you just get rid of all that. No filing of taxes, no nothing. And for me, the funny thing was at that time... I was like, and it'll get all those illegal aliens to pay their fair share.
0: <laughs> oh, how times have changed. I think that the only reason I even considered a flat tax was because a Paul said it. You know, because I really wanted Rand to be good like his dad. He just never was.
1: Was Rand advocating for the fair tax?
0: He was. I think it was 14.5%. Huh. Still too and that. I. That was in 2016? For 15? Well, I don't know ah these timelines are stupid but no that's that's the thing the thing about like the the fair tax and taxes on consumption as they you know they like to say it's different it's a it's a tax on consumption it's not an income tax it's better and i'm always like am i am i still being stolen from (laughs) yes then i don't I don't want that
1: no it's voluntary man that's what some (laughs) people say a sales tax is voluntary because it's not like you have to do that transaction you're voluntarily entering into the transaction so you're practically voluntarily paying the tax right isn't that how it works
0: (laughs) it honestly it's so weird because anytime someone goes down that line of rhetoric of thought if they when they put the words voluntary and tax together i grit my teeth so hard it's stupid Like, like, honestly, even you're talking about it, knowing that I know that, you you know, you are against this idea. Like, I'm on the inside. I'm just like, I'm like, my shoulders are curling up.
1: Voluntary tax. God, just it's a horrible feeling.
0: But I mean, but there are people who do I mean, even people who are in the libertarian world will claim that there are taxes out there that are voluntary.
1: That doesn't make any sense. Can you opt out of them? That's always the question. I mean, really? Can you say something's voluntary if you can't opt out of it? And I don't mean like not buying stuff. I mean in your transaction. I want to trade with you, Cam. I want to give you my money. You give me a product. And we want to opt out of this taxation system. And they say, no, you have to or else we're going to, you know, once again, back to the throwing you in the cage. You know, we're going to throw you in a cage for not collecting our money from your transaction. What's what's voluntary about that? nothing and and
0: that's that's my whole thing it's like those words should never go together <laughs> once we start talking about like cooperating together in building things together which you know i think that there'd be a lot of free market solutions that would come from just business necessity because businesses are going to want you to be able to drive to their their store or their restaurant or whatever but beyond that when we start talking about things that we would want to use quote unquote voluntary taxes for that's not what it is anymore it's a donation yeah it's it's a a crowdfunding it's actually if it's actually voluntary it's
1: no longer a tax and it's something you actually don't have to do right if you if you don't have to do it then it's voluntary you can voluntarily enter in or not enter into it it's not if you do this thing you have to pay us, or you have to do it this way, or anything else. I mean, everything the government does is a mandate. If they say you're not allowed yeah. to buy something without paying them for the privilege, that's not voluntary, or anything Any, like that.
0: Anytime they, they put their noses in between and say, hey, give me a little bit of that, it's not voluntary, because I would not do it if I didn't have to. But people, that's the argument that I keep hearing. Oh, but you know, this will only be done on things that you can choose or that you you can live without it's like oh, food there that shouldn't have a tax <laughs> on it because it's necessary but liquor you have to tax the liquor because you don't need liquor cigarettes no i don't need liquor we're
1: gonna fund our school system with cigarettes like
0: really well, what i love is like uh. one of the arguments that i heard is you know you know what one way well one day we may be able to get this fair tax And it won't be on things like food or things you need. It'll be on things like big purchases, like cars. Wait, are you saying I don't need a car? (laughs) I mean, I, I never understand this line of thought. But
1: also it's a lie because you know it won't end up that way. Government never, ever does anything that way. And especially if we would implement, for example, a sales tax, because you can make the case that it's better, but at the same time, that's not a case worth making because it's all stupid. <laughs> but seriously, if they implemented a sales tax, okay, all they do is, you know, put it on top of our current tax system or down the road, implement another income tax and just build it up from there. I mean, obviously this is the government. That's what they do.
0: And are they going to like, if, if they, if the federal government puts on a fair tax, that's oh God, that word.
1: I know fair tax is just as bad as voluntary tax. It's not fair. Leave me alone.
0: (laughs) Fairness is a spook. (laughs) I I like every time I say it, I have to make sure it actually works because, you know, I should probably say something like reasonable Hmm. instead of fair because it just doesn't. I don't know. I've gotten too in in the weeds when it comes to libertarian or anarchist thought, so when I say the word fair, I go, ooh, no, wait, let me think about this, because that's a leftist (laughs) word.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, it's definitely a loaded word. Lots of people see it in a very different way. And you can't quantify it. Well, you can try, but there's no end to it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, you need to pay your fair share. What does that mean?
1: Good, good point.
0: It means nothing. Yeah, well. <laughs> it means I'll tell you how much I'm going to take from you, like that. There's, there's no, there's no way to absolutely draw a line to what that means, because, I mean, look at Bernie Sanders. They're talking about how, the rich people need to pay their fair share, even though right now, if you actually look at the raw numbers of things, the one percent is paying most of the taxes. They're paying far more than we are. I mean, it may be a lower percentage or something, but why is it that it's more fair for them to pay 50 to 90 percent? Fair doesn't mean anything. So it can mean anything that someone wants it to. Right. And so there's a mini rant about the word fair and how I think about it (laughs) way too much. (laughs) Yep. But no, I mean, that's that's what kills me is I don't even know what I was saying before. I said the word fair tax and I almost threw up. (laughs) (laughs) But what's fair about it? I don't know. It just drives me crazy. These words just don't belong. They're oxymorons. Fair
1: tax. Voluntary tax.
0: <laughs> no such thing. Well, and, and that's the thing. They're like, oh, if you want to talk about a really voluntary tax, let's talk about the lottery.
1: Oh, come on.
0: Well, let's be honest. The, the lottery is... It is a tax on the poor. That is a good way to put it. People who are not poor don't play the lottery. Generally. I mean, I... I mean, I've been, you know, poor, broke, however you want to say it, because people get all weird if you actually say you're poor. No, you're just broke. Poor's Poor is a state of mind. <laughs> Broke's a... Shut up. <laughs> but no, I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of my life where I didn't have enough money. I've never bought a scratcher, but that's just because... Well, what's a scratcher? Because <laughs> it's, you know, you know those uh, lottery tickets kind of things that you buy where you actually scratch off... Oh. With a quarter the things and see if you win yeah, something. Yeah, but don't
1: you win like, you know, I don't know, ten bucks after you've bought a hundred of those? It, I mean it could Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean and, and they you know, they say that you can win ten thousand or whatever. I mean it's Nobody ever
1: does though. If I'm gonna buy a lottery ticket, it's gonna be for like the huge one. <laughs> and I'll buy one, you know, every ten years and hope <laughs> that maybe I'll get that five hundred million dollars. Which will be taxed more than half. And that's that's <laughs> the
0: thing. It's not it's, it's not just a tax on poor people. It's a tax on stupid people. And really, it's predatory. Hmm. I mean, in the very least. I mean, think about think about how they... Because they tout this as this voluntary thing. You know, we pay for our schools, uh, which should be shut down.
1: Mm-hmm. How would we pay for our schools? We don't. I don't want to. <laughs> Come on.
0: Pass. <laughs> but it's like, this is, this is predatory because... I don't know if you've ever, I, I, di- I haven't watched or had cable for a long time, but the joys of Hulu is that I still get ads. Once we moved into Georgia and then into Pennsylvania, I see these ads for the lottery now.
1: Oh yeah, Pennsylvania has a lot of those. They spend a lot of money on that. They make a lot of money off of that. Golly goodness.
0: Oh, I'm sure. And and i am I haven't looked it up, maybe you know, but I'm pretty sure most of those things are monopolized by the government. Oh, yeah.
1: See, that's the thing. You can't put voluntary in front of that either because the government manages the state lottery. That's like, that's what it is. It's a state thing. And of course, you can't gamble or do other things apart from government regulation. And they try and squeeze that things. They intentionally make it push people into using their their lottery, you know? And they make it difficult or illegal to do other things, which, once again, makes it not, that's not voluntary. Lotteries are actually... One of the oldest forms of taxation here in the New World. Hmm. I was reading Murray Rothbard's Conceived in Liberty. He talks about it way back, like at the Pilgrim's time, seriously. They started these lotteries to raise money for how they would, you know, run their governments and do things in the colonies. It was crazy, but they really did. And that, that continues today. That's so weird. But at that time, they said, you cannot gamble, you cannot do any of these things, but... We'd love for you to join us in our lottery for whatever. <laughs> Weird stuff, man. But, you know, the same goes today. Can I opt out of it? Can I do my own big lottery? Can I do my own Powerball? You know, call it voluntary ball.
0: <laughs> well,
1: no, chances are that you can't. Chances are you're going to get in trouble for doing that. It's not voluntary because you have to do it through the government and you have to, you know, pay the government, whatever. So, No. Yeah, I mean I think
0: of all of the the tax schemes that are supposedly voluntary. I mean that may, that's probably the most voluntary one if it wasn't so dang like I said it's predatory. Yeah. I mean they they let's 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 be honest about the the common poor person. They do their job, they work all day mm-hmm. or they don't if they happen to be on, you know, the government rolls. But either way, at the end of the day, they sit down and they watch TV and they see these ads that I'm—I feel like the government uses our money to pay for—to <laughs> pay for the ad space. Probably that talks talks up being rich and having this, that, or the other, and and how you just need to play the lottery.
1: Well, you live right by a Wawa. I mean, I'm I sure do. you've seen yeah. it if you go in there on certain days of the week. The line to buy lottery tickets, man. It's longer than the line to buy breakfast sandwiches. It just twists around the store. All these people lined up to buy all these tickets. It's it makes me sad every time I see it.
0: Right, but I, the other day a guy walked up to the counter, and he uh, I was I was getting a sizzly, um, <laughs> a bacon know uh, a sausage egg and cheese bagel sandwich, and this guy walks up. And he gives the uh, the woman a hundred dollar bill for and gets a bunch of scratchers. He's scratching them off in the corner, and then he comes up and the lady gives him eight dollars out of the till. Hmm. And I'm like, wow, that dude won eight dollars and spent one hundred dollars to win.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. It's not good economics. Uh,
0: I mean, it's it, it's voluntary. They are making their choice to buy this, but I'll be I'll be damned if it's not. Oh, God, dastardly. I well, mean... <laughs> you can talk
1: about other things, though, as well. The government latches on to things that people get hooked on, and then they find ways to profit off of it. Once again, go back oh, yeah, to, like, I mean, the, alcohol yeah, here in Pennsylvania. The freaking government controls alcohol to a large extent. They tell... they The, the alcohol stores are actually all licensed by the state. <laughs> and then they're not allowed to be open on Sundays, or at least they haven't until recently. Maybe they can now. I don't know. But... All this stuff, and they they tax the heck out of it and do everything, and but once again, in a weird, I mean, that actually incentivizes then, or it incentivizes the government to want people drinking alcohol since they make lots of money off of that, and the same could be said for tobacco. Obviously, in our state, they yeah. have you know these tobacco uh, tobacco taxes, and they proudly announce all the things that they're building with tobacco taxes, you know, schools and and this and that here in uh, allentown they were doing some major renovation a few years ago and people were rightly asking how in the world are you going to pay for that and they announced we are building an enormous cigarette warehouse <laughs> and that's yeah. that's how they were going they were going to do it meanwhile you ask them what do you think about cigarettes oh they're horrible people should stop smoking we're spending all this public money on you know telling people that tobacco is bad <laughs> while simultaneously investing taxpayer money into building, in this case, a tobacco warehouse, which will sell tobacco to people and the city will make a killing off of it. (laughs) Uh.
0: I mean, and and not to mention that usually the conversation around uh, taxes on cigarettes and alcohol in Alabama, we called them sin taxes. (laughs) I don't know if they do that up here. I've
1: never heard that before, but okay.
0: Yeah. Sin taxes. Uh, I mean, it's, I think it's just it's more of like a making fun of them for doing this, you know, Hmm. because they want people to stop smoking. They want people to not to stop drinking. So they impose sin taxes because that's supposed to make people drink less. Except that's not how it works.
1: No, obviously.
0: I mean, people don't stop smoking when their cigarette packs go up. Majority of people. They don't stop smoking when they are looking at their bank account and they see that they only have $20 left. They go, well, I'd rather smoke than eat. I mean, when I lived in in Alabama, I mean, Alabama is the same as Pennsylvania. I mean, all of the liquor stores with the exception of package stores, um, which were privately owned, and I don't know what the deal was with the way they got licensed or taxed or whatever, but all of the alcohol, not the alcohol, all of the liquor you had to buy from ABC stores. Alabama, Beverage, Control.
1: Wow, that is a lot like Pennsylvania.
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I'm used to it. So when someone was like, oh, you're moving up to Pennsylvania, you're used to having to go to a state liquor store. And I'm like, dude, that's been my whole
1: life. Yeah, it was really weird <laughs> I mean, when not I my went whole to... Life, the but... first time I went to Missouri and I'm walking around the grocery store seeing huge, you know, aisles jam-packed full of alcohol. It's Like, really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's... We- in-, in Alabama, it's legal to buy beer and wine in the store, in the grocery store. Oh, okay. But um, liquor... Was separate
1: <laughs> because there's so much of a difference.
0: That's a real leave it to the stuff. state
1: to make these arbitrary distinctions.
0: And busybody Christian writers, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean that. So I'm I'm used to that. And I remember two things. One, when I went out to Los Angeles to visit my brother, walking into what's that, uh, Ralph's or something, what uh, Trader Joe's? One of those places I've never been to because we don't have them in the South. And there was like giant bottles of vodka in store shelves and I was like this is so weird. And then <laughs> I thought no it's really weird that I think this is weird. <laughs> like it's just logical that they would have things that you drink in the same place as the thing as things you would eat.
1: No, well, leave it to the state to change the natural order of things.
0: Right, to make you you walk in and go, "Oh, that's weird that that's this is it just of
1: course it's there. That just makes sense." I mean, come on. Well, it stinks. We want to be free from the state. We want to live our own lives but because of these because of the ways that the state you know has fished their claws into so many different pieces parts of life
0: and trained us
1: exactly it changes what we expect from life you know what we expect from the store it changes what our ideas are of of a grocery store or our ideas are of this or that it's bizarre man they're like playing with our brains
0: when I lived in uh, Lower Alabama, in Daphne, we were right on, I mean, maybe an hour away from Florida. And I, I worked in Florida. So I would I would be there all the time. And I walked into one of their Walmart liquor stores, which is another weird thing that Florida does. where The, <laughs> liquor, the liquor can't be in the store, but it can be next door. Uh, okay. Which makes no sense, which is apparently how they do it in Wegmans here.
1: Yeah, yeah, they started doing that not long ago. They're not allowed to use the same, like, cash registers. You have to buy your food at the store registers and your alcohol at the alcohol registers. But why? Leave it to the state. It's like a flex. It's yeah. like, ha ha, we're going to make you go to two different checkouts when you go to the store. <laughs> take that, people.
0: <laughs> yeah, take take that Wegmans.
1: Or like in Allentown. <laughs> Halloween is on October 31st, but guess what? Everyone is trick-or-treating on the last Friday in October, and it's going from 6 to 8. And you can be fined or even jailed if you're 13 or older, and you go out (laughs) trick-or-treating. Once again, it's so pointless and so bizarre. It's just like a government flex. It's just them saying, hey, guess what? We control the holidays. We control when you can walk out and ask your neighbor for candy. We control what age you're allowed to get dressed up as. It's just bizarre, man. It, I mean, it,
0: it, it. these weird little flexes just blow my mind because, honestly, I've never lived in a place until now that has changed the date of Halloween. <laughs> and so, like, in my mind, Halloween's passed because I'm not worried about getting candy— yeah, because I and also because I didn't know about that until like the day of. So I didn't have any candy for trick or treaters because why <laughs> would I think that it would be the Friday
1: before? Well, you and my four year old have the same problem. He keeps talking about Halloween a few days ago. We're like, No, actually, Halloween's, you know, in two days. He goes and he laughs. He's like, ah, yeah, no, that was that was on Friday. That was funny. That's funny. <laughs> and and one time you mentioned, yeah, it's too bad we didn't, you know. Lighter jack o liners, We should have done that for Halloween. We're like, no, don't worry, we're good. We, Halloween's in you know a couple days. <laughs> we're, we're set. But yeah, he just can't wrap his brain around that. And truth is, neither can I. I hate it. Hate it, it so bad. I, it, uh, and it's it's not even. I'm, I, we're not even
0: gonna go trick or treating. But it's it's ruined my brain to where like <laughs> like I, because we have this. We haven't carved our pumpkins yet. Just haven't had the chance to. And
1: I keep going, man. We missed it. And I'm like, no, we didn't. We've got two more
0: days.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we we carved ours in time, but we didn't actually light them. Every night it's like, oh, we need to light the pumpkins. Ah, it's not Halloween yet. We'll wait and do it on Halloween. (laughs) And it's so strange and it's so arbitrary. It's just a flex. It's just, we we will because we can. (laughs) Ha ha ha. And you guys will bend over and take it. Let me rewind just a bit. Because when I was living in Daphne, it
0: really showed me how these taxes hurt people. Because I would, like I said, I, w- I would drive over into Florida for work, and one, one of those days I walked into the um, Walmart liquor store, and I looked at the rum that I like to get every now and then, that goes well with a soda, <laughs> and in, so in Alabama, the cost of that bottle was always between 29 and $35, depending on where you went. Okay. In the floor, the liquor store in Florida. It was eighteen ninety nine.
1: Wait, what was the price in Alabama again?
0: Between twenty nine and thirty five dollars.
1: Oh, it was cheaper in Florida.
0: By a lot. Nice. Because they don't have those same sin taxes.
1: Right, and you don't have to go to ABC or whatever store.
0: Right, you're not you're not forced to this monopoly where you. Eat. So it was like I don't like I said I don't drink very much. I'll get a bottle of rum maybe once or twice a year, but I knew that you know, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna go to Florida now. I'm not gonna buy it <laughs> here. Um, <laughs> it's worth the yeah, hour makes drive. sense. <laughs> it saves me what how much was that? twelve
1: dollars? But once again, that's the government changing your habits. It's it's working. <laughs> that's a, <sighs> that's the rotten thing. In order to avoid these things, you end up living a different way, which means you're living a reactionary life <laughs> you're reacting to the government which sucks it's like haha screw them i'm finding a way around but still at the same time now you're deciding what you're doing based on them which means to a certain extent they still win which makes me angry and stuck like how do you deal if with I that it's, just, it's so frustrating
0: i'll keep twelve dollars
1: <laughs> oh i'll keep twelve dollars too but you just said you have to you know drive out to it and whatever
0: oh yeah i definitely wouldn't have done it if i didn't work in that city
1: yeah, that that's true. That helps. I'd I'd be tempted to do it just to just to <laughs> just stick to, it to them? Just to not do not not do it to the government. But once again, like I said, that's still reactionary. It sucks.
0: But no, I mean that the the like I said, the Halloween thing here is really strange to me. It's it's weird to me that they have made it a misdemeanor for someone over thirteen years of age to put on a costume and walk around the block. Yeah. Why? Flex. Government flex. Is it, is the stated reason because these kids might throw eggs at someone's house? Is it age that, that lends to egg throwing, or?
1: Well, let me say from personal experience, that doesn't stop the egg throwing. I have still <laughs> woken up on way too many day after Halloweens, or day after trick-or-treatings, I guess. Reformation day. And found, yeah, well, no, because they <laughs> flex, and of course it's random days, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, no, find egg on our cars, which stinks. By the way, if you get that on your car, wash it off immediately. I've heard that. Oh, my goodness. When I let it dry one time, that was that was death.
0: And the thing that it's about, that whole doing it on Friday, is because, I mean, I'm guessing their stated reason is they, they don't want to do it on a school night so that the kids can sleep
1: well before they go to prison in the morning. That's not your decision to make. Are you these kids' parents? Yeah, well... It's a school night. You better go to sleep, kids. What? Who do you think you are? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Remember when your parent would say, Hey, you know, you're going out, but I need you to be back by this time because tomorrow's a school night and you need to get a good night's sleep. What What happened to that? When did it become, Oh, we're the government, so we need to make sure these kids get home and get in bed on time. What?
0: It's always, it's always a flex and it's, God, and it's one of those things that it makes me even more angry because, you know, prison, not prison, well, yes, prison, (laughs) but um, school, public schooling, I mean, it's prison for kids. I mean, that's one of the only places in their entire lives that they will be forced to be, and then in that area and in that place, their peers will assault them and violently attack them.
1: No, no, it's voluntary. It's 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 voluntary because you don't you don't have to go. You, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I'm sure there's someone who says that. Some libertarian out there who's like it makes life better, therefore it's voluntary. Yeah, who's who going to who's going to take care <laughs> of these
0: kids whose parents work all the time who whose parents uh, don't have enough money to feed them. They have to send them somewhere, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And our tax our tax dollars have to go towards school lunches. You know, because these kids will literally die on the streets. It'll be like Africa, you know, with the with the skinny kids with the big bloated bellies. Is that going to happen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got a notification, and this happened to be when I was thinking about this this Halloween thing and how they want to make sure that the kids are in school. They don't want it to happen on a school night. They want it to be on a Friday, so they'll be off on Saturday, blah, blah, blah. And I get this notification, and it says, 13-year-old who complained to school officials about bullying... Dies after being sucker punched by classmates.
1: Oh, son of a Grinch. And I'm like, that hurts, man.
0: So they're keeping my kids from trick or treating after eight p.m. so they can go to school and be sucker punched to death. Eh, uh. honk. <laughs> it, that just doesn't do it for me.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Voluntary taxation doesn't exist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that does hurt to hear <laughs> there, there are words
0: that you should scrub from your your vocabulary immediately if not sooner
1: how about voluntary regulations oh well that's the thing
0: <laughs> there there is self-regulation that a lot of companies do
1: of course but when you're talking in the context of government no, there's no, no th- such th- thing No. well you don't have to take part in that activity you know right right <laughs> No, I want to take part in the activity. I want to opt out of the taxes part of it. Duh, or the regulation part of it. <laughs> it's only voluntary if I can opt out, buddy.
0: You just, just throw voluntary in front of everything the government does and see if any of them make sense and then go back to voluntary taxation. You moron. <laughs> it doesn't exist.
1: It's voluntary <laughs> immigration control. It's voluntary public schooling. It's voluntary taxes. I don't know. It just... Anything the government does, it doesn't sound right in.
0: Voluntary mandatory school attendance. Yeah.
1: Voluntary parking authority. Walking the streets at night. Poking in... Looking in your windows. Making sure your car's, you know, up to date on its inspection.
0: Have you yelled at any more cops lately?
1: Cops. That guy wishes. <laughs> no, no. But a few weeks ago, this this dimwit. I look outside... And I see a parking authority, which is one of the top income sources for our city, Allentown, Pennsylvania. And this guy's parked outside my home after dark. Now, they come to our streets during street sweeping because the city decided that we have to have our streets swept on these certain days every week. And we have to move or else we get lots of tickets. And the city likes that because they make a lot of money off the parking authority. But this dude, there's no street sweeping. It's in the middle of the night. Seriously, and this guy's walking around with a, a light, you know, looking at people's license, looking at, or you know, looking at their uh, their plates, looking at their inspection sticker to make sure it's it's valid, you know, still still good. Uh, looking inside windows to see what's inside the car. Co- this it was crazy, and this dude's walking around. So I went outside and I hollered at him. I said, "What do you think you're doing?" The guy got all offended. <laughs> I'm a I'm just doing my job. Well I said, "Why are you out here stealing from us? Like, what is your point? Why are you looking at a registration? We haven't done anything wrong. Leave us alone. Go find someplace else to to, you know, peek in people's cars. you're You're fishing for ways to make money. And he says, "Oh, no, don't worry, man. I don't work for the city. I work for the parking authority. We're a private company, and the city employs us to do certain things, which I'm like, really?" Are you really going to make that distinction? <laughs> Golly, it hurts so bad. I wasn't yelling too loud, but I was yelling, or I was speaking in a loud enough tone that I wanted all the neighbors around to to hear what I was saying. And yeah, I should have just called the cops on him immediately and said, there's some weird dude. He had dark skin, so I could have said that. There's this <laughs> dude with dark skin looking inside. Though <laughs> no, I wouldn't want him to be shot, necessarily. I mean, not if he died, but... yeah either way
0: the pacifist who's totally okay with some mild injury from a gun
1: (laughs) if he didn't have black skin i'd just say he has a dog yeah
0: (laughs) but that's the thing in my whole life i've been on this planet for 31 years and i'd never gotten a parking ticket since i've lived here which is the end of august i've paid three parking tickets
1: oh dude no way three they go up so fast too well i think since it's been on different streets it's like it's only been 15 the initial 30 thing.
0: 70 yeah i paid 15 for the first one which was when i parked in the back alley which my landlord told me that as long as i had my two tires over the i forget what it's called but the the back part of the garage because he hasn't emptied out my garage so that i can drive my car into the garage, which would be great because they can't look to see if you have, uh, inspection tickets and stuff. If your car's yeah, in your seriously, garage, you
1: got to take care of that. Uh, I know I'm
0: just, I, I, it's so hard for me not to rebel on the little things. Like I, I lived in Georgia for a year and a half and I ne- never cut a license plate and never got an, an emissions test. <laughs> it's so, to it so folks. <laughs> but no, I don't want to do it, but I mean, I will eventually. I just, I don't yeah, want to. You kind of have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It stinks.
1: Uh, <laughs> or, of you know, course, you it. can tell the cops that you're just traveling on yeah. the roads, so so it doesn't matter. You don't, no, nothing applies to you. Maybe that'll work.
0: <laughs> I've, I have a preloaded uh, response if anyone ever pulls me over. But no, I've gotten three. Like, the first one, I think, was $15, and then the second one, it may have been 15 or 20 because one was a cop, the other was the parking authority. And then um, outside of our office, I thought it was Monday.
1: Ah, I did that too recently. (laughs) Yeah, I had to pay that ticket because I thought it was Monday as well one time. And I parked there on a Tuesday and went outside Uh, to find the bright orange parking ticket. It's like...
0: Yep, yep. So that that happened last week. (laughs) So um, I don't know... uh, God, I hate public roads. It's one of those things where... (laughs) You know, it used to be far enough from me for it not to matter because, you know, we lived in places with private parking or a garage or something like that. But now that I'm parking on public roads, oh, it drives me crazy. I hate it so much. It's like I can't, I can never, like if I don't keep my parking spot in front of my house, I've already had several nights where I've had to walk across the park in the rain to get home. Grr and it's like i've never experienced this in my life and it's pissing me off more and more and i it's one of those things where you know i didn't like the idea of paying for roads before and now i truly hate public roads
1: you're turning into an agorist <laughs> before our eyes like... that's why i brought you into the city my my master plan is coming into falling into place man oh this is great go crazy next I... stop we're going to go out to waco and buy that big compound we were wanting to get
0: the branch Divians.
1: You bet, and it's gonna be sweet.
0: <laughs> well, I think I think we've yacked enough.
1: For yeah, an my episode. computer's about to turn off. <laughs> battery's getting pretty darn low, so.
0: All right. Well, that was that was a fun conversation. Maybe people will listen to it.
1: Maybe. But yeah. So
0: thank you for listening to this fine episode of Make Liberty Great Again. Maybe next time we'll have Phil. There's really no telling. Who? I love you, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. Come back.
1: Come back, Phil. Come back.
0: <laughs> well, either way, you know where to check us out. All of our information is on the website. This is MLGA.com. If there are any show notes, which there shouldn't be because we didn't reference anything directly, it'll be there as well at this is MLGA.com slash
1: twenty four. Also, people, listen to technoagorist. <laughs> Technoagorist.com. Also part of the MLGA network.
0: <laughs> well well you can find our Twitter which is just me saying mean things to strangers and find, find us everywhere there. Uh, either way, we're happy to be here. We're happy you're with us. Stay sane. See ya. Say goodbye, Ryan. I already did. What's the opposite of howdy duty.